This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're listening to a Joycast from GLBTIQ community radio station, Joy 94.9. Presenting Carly and Callum, your serial offenders on Joy 94.9. Okay, three, two, one, it's jam. Well, good morning, how we doing? Good morning, everybody. Hope we're all well and ready to uh, get on with our Thursday morning. Yes, I should hope so. Um, um, Carly, what's going on? Well, we have a little bit of a surprise for you today, Callum. I know, and I want to know what it is, so tell me what it is now. Well, you're just going to have to wait till 8.30. I want to wait! As well as Callum's surprise, which is a week late for his birthday, (laughs) we uh, also have Tennille coming in to talk to us about Perfect, the runway show for uh, Melbourne Fashion Festival. But it's uh, got a little twist. It's not your normal taste of fashion, of course, because we're not normal. No, because we're... Well, normal's not necessarily boring. Normal's common... I don't know. I don't like being called as normal. As you are normal as you're being now. We also have the winner to announce of our film noir. Yes, we do. And you know what? Get in quickly if you would like to add a couple of extra likes because the contest has not finished. Hasn't it? Well, they can wait until we announce the winner at 7.30. I'm feeling better. I'm feeling better already. Um, yeah, because I wasn't happy about the results. Not a very competitive person. Spoil, uh, you might be able to work out what's going on there. We did do some uh, film noir last week. Had a great time reading out our little stories. Not thrilled. Not happy, Jan. There's a callback from whenever. Uh, we've also got lots of fun tunes. Um, there's, I, I want to know what's going on. This is going to annoy me all morning. Callum. You just have to put on I Was Born This Way and then we can just forget over it and you can wait until late 30. <sighs> Boys in down. In down? Is down. That, is that what it's called? It says, oh, it's all right. So there's a typo on my screen. <laughs> I was funny. like, I was like, boys in d- down. All right, so so I need to need to fix that. Uh, By the boys in down. Great, beautiful Chrissy Amphlett, oh, one of yes. Australia's rock legends. My mum went to school with Chrissy Amphlett. No. Yeah. Did, what did she say she was like? Um, she was really cool, and mum was always jealous because mum was never cool. I'm like, she was. Mum was super shy, etc. And then there was like super cool. Oh my goodness, Chrissy Amphlett. She helped in sewing class with her sewing. That's a pretty awesome claim to fame. I know. It's not bad, is it? I mean, what's your mum ever done, Carly? Seriously? (laughs) My mum. My mum. New Chrissy Amphlet. So, uh, come on, beat that. Obsession by Adam Ocean there on Joy 94.9. Classic sort of 80s feel. Mm, feel it. Feel that 80s, Carly. Feel it in your fingertips. So, Callum, I was feeling the 80s at the op shop the other day. That is a terrible... I mean, I mean, yes, good for you for shutting me up and getting to the point. Thank you. But, um, but so that, it's obviously not worked. Yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, um, so I was uh, going <laughs> through the aisles of the op shop the other day and got my purchases. I got like a 
bag. There was a dress. There's a top. Anyway, it came to about $30, end of pay week. And I put my card in. Yes, as you And the do. lady said, oh, yeah, that's all fine. I said, oh, I think it got declined. And she said, oh, no, it's on the computer. It's approved. And I said, are you sure? Because it, it beeps twice. And by this stage, the writing had gone from the machine. So I couldn't say. Oh, so you could be like, look, look, look. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, I thought it got declined. And anyway, she, the manager had come over by this stage. How how long had this taken? Oh, it's all in a quick instant. Like, I was just like, oh, this is. And then, so it's come up approved on their screen, which isn't connected to the pay wave thing. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Like on and their register. Like, no, it's fine, it's fine. And I thought, okay. And the whole time I'm walking out, I'm thinking, no, I'm sure it said declined on the card. So I've got, and then I thought, oh, well, if I look on my bank account and I see that it was declined, that, oh, see, it didn't come through, then, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I'll go back and give them the So you were stealing from a charity. Anyway, I got in the car and didn't even get 10 metres. Well, no, actually, I got around the corner. So about 100 metres all up down the road. Yep. T-boned. Boom. Karma. (laughs) Absolutely. Stole from a charity. It was my karma. Literally. Karma. C-A-R-M-A today. (sighs) So now I think, well... I got my karma. Does that still mean that I have to take that $30 back to the charity? <laughs> I, I believe you said that it seemed like um, you got T-boned because secretly in your heart you you knew you were never going back to that old job. <laughs> I know. I was just excited about my free purchase. Now I feel like I've got to go. Oh four two seven join 949 Am I a bad person? Oh, I can answer that one without even needing the text line. You can also email on air at joy.org.au. The cereal offenders are better than a big breakfast, but less nutritious on Joy 94.9. It is nine minutes past eight and an amazing hat has just walked into the studio (laughs) and directly underneath it... We have Tenille. How are you doing this morning? I'm good, thank also you. Also known as Ten Fingers. How yes. are you? Really good. Really busy. Um, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> now, um, there's a bit of a beauty pageant happening tomorrow night, am I right? Yes, at Rose Chong's on Gertrude Street. And what is this beauty pageant? Well, it's a competition for a fashion show we have on the 1st of March. So you can go in to enter and win a double pass to the fashion show. And all you have to do is stand in the Rose Chong window on a rotating pedestal and be judged. Wow. (laughs) And uh, is there a theme or can you go as anything you please? Yeah, you set the theme. It's just a little beauty pageant. There will be music playing. You can use some accessories from Rose Chong's and yeah. And so, oh my gosh, I've got so many ideas rushing through (laughs) my head right now. Um, So if I want to be part of the beauty pageant what do I do um you can arrive at six o'clock to register and then you'll be given a time slot depending on how many people are there about 10-ish minutes and then there'll be music playing and you get up on the rotating pedestal and just be your fabulous self that is so great. And then you can have the rest of the crowd watching you through a shop window. Yes, exactly. So it's for people who don't want to pay for a ticket to the fashion show or if you've already got a ticket to the fashion show, just be the centre of attention for a little while. Ah, oh, it's so great. I think 
Where did that idea come from? <laughs> um, actually, it came from uh, Fox Fluger, who's curating a little beauty pageant within the fashion show as well. Oh, great. Cool, cool, cool. So what is this fashion show? Because I don't know, when I think Melbourne Fashion Week, I just kind of think, you know, Designers, everything's very sleek and everything's yeah. kind of sleek, in trim, vogue. modern, fascinators. I don't, I've never understood fascinators, actually. But I'm kind of looking onto the Perfect Runway Facebook page and you guys are quite different from the normal fashion festival. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there will be no deadpan, boring catwalk at our fashion show. <laughs> um, basically, uh, we're a group of... Um, who's been putting on underground fashion shows for the past couple of years. And this time I decided to apply for the fashion festival. And so we're going to show Melbourne what we've got. And it's two runway shows. The first one is local ethical fashion designers who are putting together collections that you can actually buy and you'll be able to buy on the night in a pop-up shop. Oh, you're going to have a pop-out shop out the front. Yes. Great. Yes. So you can get instant fashion gratification. Nice. Um, And then in the second runway, it's all wearable art. So crazy costumes. And we've got Rose Chong's uh, group of costumers from there putting in a collection. And then also uh, the Elkira Wearable Art Group, who they come from a centre for people with intellectual disabilities and they make all their costumes out of recyclable materials. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, and they'll be launching a possible on the night so they can get themselves up to the Alice Springs Wearable Art Show. Oh, awesome. Oh, which I heard about a couple of months ago and it's a really great initiative for, yeah. you know, getting people creative. You know, so it's a exciting, possible campaign to be launched. Yes, absolutely. I'm really excited to have that group part of the show. Awesome. And uh, what? where do we find out to get tickets? To get tickets, you can look on the VAMP website and look up Perfect or you can look up myself on uh, Facebook under Ten Fingers with a Z. How do you spell that? (laughs) T-E-N-F-I-N-G-E-R-Z. And there's no space? No space. Cool. And we will share it, of course, on our Facebook page. Oh, yes. Um, Do you have a favourite? Uh, oh my god, no, there's no, no way I can can't. pick a favourite. <laughs> <laughs> They're all going to blow your mind, that's all I can say. Awesome. Yes, lots of pastels and fluoros and glitter and yes, it's kind of so like my favourite thing. So much glitter. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we've got a group of us going actually oh, and we're really? all dressing up. So if you are going as well... Please dress up with me and come and say hi. How much AstroTurf are you wearing, Carly? Yeah, how much AstroTurf are you wearing? It's like my favourite thing in the world, isn't it? I know, it? and I just don't understand it. Um, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Good. Cool. We'll see you soon. Tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. Fun people, fun shows. Joy 94.9. 26 minutes past eight. We've had um, some suggestions for our slash fiction. And I don't know any of them. Well, there's, well, when we say some, there's been one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know either uh, of the two people that you've suggested. Ryan, Ryan has suggested uh, Tyrion Lannister slash Professor Flitwick. So that is Game of Thrones crossed with Harry Potter. Which I know Harry Potter. So who's Professor He's Flitwick? He's the uh, professor, uh, professor of charms. Oh, so he's the one who teaches yeah. them Wingardium Leviosa and those various other, other things, you know. Oh, wow. I think I just saw something rise up the table then. What? Excuse me. No. What are you talking about? I'm Longardian Leviosa. Oh, God. 
Oh my god! I thought can you meant something say, completely when, different, which just, is untrue. Can I just say when I saw that? When I said that, you looked straight down at Callum. No, you've got a bench covering you from the waist down. I wouldn't have seen that if it did. Well, it didn't. And thank God. Well, cool. Also, um... You're on Joy 94.9, 25 minutes to nine. We have had more suggestions for our slash fiction. Uh, yes, but we also have the girls was, in from that. Ellen's surprise. Oh, and I'm extremely excited. Welcome, Erica and Anna. How are you both? Good, thank you. Hi, you? great. Oh. So excited to have you on board <laughs> our show. On board. <laughs> oh, very good. Callum's the queen of puns. I'm not. Anyway, so you are docked in Williamstown at the moment. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. We've got a dock um, in Williamstown. It's not too far from the city. We're doing lots of repairs in our vessel, getting her ready to go out again. So what are the repairs that need to be done? Uh, We sustained some damage after the last whaling season. And also just being at sea for that long every year, um, the ships develop a lot of rust. They need a lot of work. They're quite old vessels, so they need a lot of love. Wonderful. Mm. How long are you out for each um, like, like each time you, you head out into the oceans? Our last campaign, we were out for almost three months, 98 days at sea. Wow. Um, so it's a pretty long haul. Definitely run out of fruit and veg by the end of it. Yeah. But we managed to do what we needed to do, which was save a lot of whales. Fantastic. It's just so amazing what you guys do. Can you give <laughs> our audience a little bit of insight to... You know, what the preparation is before you go out to sea. Because there's obviously a lot of hands working on land as well as when they're out on sea. Yeah. No, uh, there's definitely heaps of training involved and also preparing the actual ship to be loaded on with food, donations. Also the crew coming from around the world to actually get to know each other, but mainly the maintenance of the ship before it goes out to make sure that everything's actually in, like structurally working and actually the new crew that's come on board is aware of how that vessel operates. Is it a new crew every time you go out? Yeah, they've got definitely veterans that have been on a few campaigns and then they'll take either new deckhands or actually particular skills for that vessel, so a quartermaster or a first mate. They might be the first time on a campaign, but generally the crew will have a few veterans and a few new babies. Yeah. Awesome. That is so cool. And it can be really quite dangerous as well because you're going out and you're sort of... um hunting the people who are hunting the sea life like the whales and and sharks also yeah um what sort of like dangers have you come into hunting the hunters that's what we call it (laughs) so we're trying to find these big vessels and the size that we're searching is actually about the size of australia but think of that with no roads at all we're trying to find like five yeah no no landmarks yeah absolutely um so some of the dangers are of course the whalers i mean they're really aggressive they they're down there to to kill which is pretty scary in the first place So trying to confront them in heavy seas anyway. So it's a pretty dangerous place to try and sail around. Mm. But when you're going down there knowing that you're going to run into these people that don't particularly like you, it can be a pretty confronting place. I can only imagine, like, it's honestly my heart skipping a beat just thinking about it now. Oh, my goodness. It's really really freaking me out a little. And I'm, like, I I quite like the ocean. I've never been out. I've never been, I think I've been out past... um, past where you can see land maybe once or twice never yep. for three months never hunting <laughs> angry whalers before yeah when you lose sight of land you know it's like oh yeah yeah i'm out 
oh, I've, I've done this. We're doing this. We're all committed. Yeah, and three months. How do you keep yourself sane during that time? We have a lot of movies. Very good, yes. No, I mean, we try and keep a pretty strict structure on the ship. So, you know, we wake up every morning, we have a meeting, we talk about what the weather's going to be, where we think whaling ships are or what part of the operation we're going to be in. Um you know, we try and clean the ship, keep a lot of maintenance up. If we're following a vessel, then there's a lot of strict protocol about, you know, need to keep a watch on it, need to make sure all our vessels are ready for any action that might happen. So how, how do you keep your um, yourself safe and, you, and your crew safe? Um, I mean, we try the best that we can. Obviously, we're going down there to do something that which is inherently dangerous. We yeah. just try, you know, to do a lot of training, you know, especially our small boat crews. You kind of come in the thick of the action. Those are the crews that go out in our kind of smaller inflatable boats. Oh, yes. They're the ones to really that really get to, up close. Yeah. So they do a lot of training. They have a lot of safety equipment and we do a lot of training if someone is injured, how to get them back on board and how to make sure they're okay. Um, and we obviously try and carry medics on our vessels as well. So yeah, but they're to. mainly for seasickness, really. <laughs> <laughs> now we have turned the tables this morning, and every week we play a game called Nature or Not Jail, where Callum <laughs> chooses an animal, creates two real facts and one that is fake. And so I told Callum that he isn't needed this week. Mm-mm. And that you guys have created your own game of the, well, own theme of which whale? Uh, look, just all of them. All oh, whale, well, okay. I'm not sure I like being on the other end of this. I don't like my own knowledge being put to the test at all. I'm all nervous. We went a little bit overboard and we kind of went off script a little bit. <laughs> we love overboard. That's fine. <laughs> Except and when you're actually when, yeah. out at sea, yes. in which case overboard, not great. Not the best. Not preferred. All right, so the first one is a true or false question. Okay, All okay. Right, so, you you know, 50-50. Yeah, yeah, no, I like my odds. Dead. I like my odds. Bowhead whales are believed to live up to 200 years. True or false? Oh, I don't know about the bowhead whale, oh. but but that's really cool. So I'm going to go true because I hope it is. Yes, it actually can. Yes. It's the, I think it's the longest living whale, the whale with the longest lifespan. And they actually dated that by finding stone harpoon tips in its blubber oh. from ones that they recently killed. So they wow. dated it back from when stone harpoon tips were used to hunt. That's that amazing. amazing. Yep. 200 years. Yeah. These apparently like old jasmine tips as well were found in some of the whales. Really? So really old hunting methods. That were still alive at the time. Yes, yeah, so they, they were... survived it and they just carried around this harpoon. Yeah, they just got shrapnel wounds. From, yeah, well, when it. you live for 200 years, you're bound you're to get into some scrapes. Mm. That's amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> not for the whale. <laughs> well, well, no, it's not yeah. great for the whale that it's been harpooned, but it's, but it's amazing they can live up to 200 years. Yep. Cool. Next. Yeah. Um... Next one, Callum. Yeah. Um, yes. What sea life has no known predators? So you've got multiple choice. Mm-hmm. Option mm-hmm. A, great white shark. Yeah. B, killer whale. Or C, the swordfish. Oh. No known predators. No known predators at all. So no keystone predator. Mm, um, top of the ocean. Yeah, nice. I think the only thing that... Um, oh, hang on. Or is this a trick <laughs> question? <laughs> because are they? Um, because um, they're all hunted by humans. Is this? This is, is that, not oh, a trick question. Oh, it's not. Oh. <laughs> but that was a great point. That was yeah. Well, I, you know, like, like <laughs> that most dangerous predator on earth is us. Is us. I, don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think. I think the only thing that um, hunts great white sharks is larger great white sharks, and that's only when they come in contact. Um, I don't know if anything um, hunts orcas at all um, and actually I don't know about the swordfish so I'm not sure but I kind of want to say all three of them have none 
No major predators, but I could be very, very wrong. <laughs> it's actually a killer whale. Killer whale? Really? Yeah, they, they don't know a lot about the killer whale. It's actually technically a dolphin. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, I didn't know that. Fun fact, yeah. fun fact for you. So, oh, because, is that because of the fin on the top? Or um, I think it's with their teeth, isn't is it? it even called a fin? I think there's a couple. I'm not too familiar with it. But, well, um, you just said no one is. Didn't you? <laughs> 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 but, um, but, yeah, that was always the interesting one, that the fact that it, that it actually doesn't have any predators. That's wow. really cool. That's, yeah. that's awesome. So what, um, do you know what, like, pr- predates? What, what, what hunts um, the great white shark? I think orcas actually. Oh really? Yeah. Oh geez, just getting out and about. <laughs> yeah, orcas can uh, hunt sharks. I don't know if there's any recorded like hunts where we've actually recorded them getting great white shark. But yeah, yeah, it's definitely wow. the orca that's at the top there, and they actually hunt in packs as well. Sometimes we've seen footage of them kind of swimming under icebergs to try and tip it over in a gang to get a seal to slide off the poor oh, seal. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah I've footage. seen that on a yes. documentary before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I've, yeah, definitely heard of that. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah, we but actually, you've seen it in real life. I haven't seen them hunting, but we did have the, the opportunity to see them down the southern ocean. So yeah, amazing. wild orcas out there. They're just stunning. That and what's so our cool. third fact or question, I should say? All right, this is a 50-50 question. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are the number like of shark those. attacks in Australia increasing or decreasing? Um, surely it's... Increasing? I, I want to say decreasing. Well, are they decreasing because we're shark finning all of them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we're culling, <laughs> because we're culling all of them. They actually are decreasing. Hey. So in, the, in 2014, the number of shark attacks reduced compared to the average in the past 10 years. <gasps> wow. Which is strange because you hear about it so much on the news, but I guess... Oh, yeah, it's so sensationalised. Why are we killing them? That's a great question. so sad. Yeah, it's horrible. Like, you know, we are in their... I don't know, that's my own personal opinion. We're in their habitat. It's not only, yeah. it's not only your opinion, it's every... Well, it's the majority's opinion, <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know... It's not a tide pool. It's a marine, you know, it's a marine yeah. ecosystem. Exactly. If you're going to go into the water, you're going to... And splash around like an injured seal. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. And look that delicious. Yeah. It's going to be We're blood-based sunscreen. It's a <laughs> terrible... <laughs> Sorry, that's a bit more off-topic than usual uh, for me. A little overexcited. Um, how... If, if people want to support Sea Shepherd, how do they? Um, basically, there's a couple of avenues that they can do for support. So they can actually be a crew member, so they can go online and submit crew applications to actually be part of the crew. Callum, this is your calling. It's the time, oh, you, could, you could broadcast from, you know, the Southern Ocean. Oh, oh, that's it. Could you? I don't know. Let's do it. I want you to apply. Why? You just want to get rid of me for three months. <laughs> Busted. Yeah, um, yeah, if anyone actually wants to come down and check out the ship, there's free tours every Sunday, 12 to 4. Oh, awesome. Awesome. So, 2 Ann Street, Williamstown. Hang on, hang on. 2 Ann Street, Williamstown. Ample parking. <laughs> Ample parking. Ample parking. Oh, it's a bargain. It's for free. You get to meet us. You get to talk to us. Oh, it's going to be beautiful. The rest oh, of the crew awesome. is lovely. Um, we also have a website. So, it's www.seashepherdglobal.org. And we have a Facebook page. We actually have the Sea Shepherd Facebook page and then the Steve Irwin MV Facebook page. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming in. It was so exciting. It was such a good surprise. I love it. Oh, thanks for having us, guys. And, um, oh, um, Tony's just texted in saying he's going diving with great white sharks in April at Port Lincoln and a pod of orcas attacked and killed a great white around three weeks ago. Ah, there you go. That's the first time it's been recorded in that area. Amazing. Well, why didn't you text that in, like, four minutes ago when I had to answer (laughs) that question? I could have gotten it right, Tony. (laughs) Thanks for that. Anna, Erica, thank you so much. This has been awesome.
up. We'll see you in Williamstown. Joy 94.9 is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.